episode eight of the Hobby Ballers podcast. Here with Devin Whitaker again. Um, yeah, we're gonna do some few different things today. We're gonna do fun rankings. We're each gonna rank our four to five most fun players to watch. Um, we're gonna finish off our historical series talking about centers. Mm-hmm. Um, top five centers of all time for each of us. Um, and is that it? We're gonna do a few other things to start off the episode. Yeah, but it'll be fun to finish off the first series that we kind of started. If anybody's got any suggestions for another series we could start kind of historical-wise, go ahead and let us know. Yeah. Two listeners last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell your friends about us. I'm serious when I say that. Tell your family. Yeah. Tell them we're the best basketball podcast out there. If you know Bill Simmons, tell him. Tell, tell him to give us a listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben Nagel said Bill Simmons is weird in one of our group chats. But really? I, didn't, I didn't appreciate that. I mean, I love Bill. He seems like it. He's a, he's a stat head. I don't know. I love Bill. Bill's one of my faves. Bill's good yeah yeah but yeah um, before we get started with our fun players we kind of have some news we're going to touch on that we haven't gotten discussed since the last time we did a podcast but uh the big one being blake griffin possibly but yeah. we'll talk about uh lloyd Breaking pierce news. first yeah yeah so yeah lloyd pierce fired from the atlanta hawks so nate mcmillan taking over there um yeah not too much to really touch on there other than just a a coach swap, but I mean, it's pretty significant because I know me and Nick are both pretty high on Lloyd Pierce and uh, we think he's a good coach. Um, but yeah, that new roster coming in hasn't really panned out to what they've wanted it to be uh, by any stretch at all. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, Trey Young being coached by Nate McMillan, defensive minded guy with a offensive minded star. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of stems from the ownership. The ownership wanted them to sign all these players. They got Gallinari, who's uh-huh. been awful. Very bad. Kobe White. They expected Rajon Rondo to play good in the regular season, which he's <laughs> doesn't, and they're not making the playoffs, or they're not going deep in the playoffs if they do make it. So they won't get playoff Rondo. I mean, their team really didn't make sense. They yeah. put a lot of offensive firepower on that team, um, and their ownership had high expectations, mm-hmm. and then Lloyd Pierce was an, unfortunately yeah. – the person that took the blunt of the damage. Yeah. I don't think he was a great coach, but I don't think he had time to develop. Yeah. So, you know, he might not be around when some of these players are good, when Atlanta's good, even though he's one of the head coaches to get it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing that happens sometimes with head coaches. They're the first ones to blame when things aren't going well. And, yeah, he just kind of took the blunt of that. Like Nick mentioned, it was kind of a an ownership-built roster, and uh, Lloyd Pierce just kind of bit the bullet there. Um, they haven't been extremely healthy at all i know deandre hunter's been out got a lot of injuries yeah he was our second best player yeah he i i agree with that for sure but yeah gallinari's been nothing what they've hoped to be at all um a surprise from that team kevin herter is uh he's playing pretty well trey young's just doing trey young things and i mean clint capella is a solid center i don't think he's gonna get you okay. too far but um yeah just kind of bad situation for lloyd yeah. pierce and We'll keep an eye on the Hawks now in that second part of the second part of the season. We're at, we're at the All Star break, right? We are. Yeah. John Collins on the trading block as well. Yeah. Probably teams might go after him. Warriors. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Um, I've have some people in the league that have said he might be. Um, Golden State. Golden State are targeting him from other sources yeah. inside the league. People I know. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Uh, yeah, it's kind of when they hired Nate McMillan, it was kind of scary because it's like, oh, Nate McMillan's been a longtime head coach in the league, mm-hmm. so I feel like that put pressure on Lloyd Pierce as well. Um, and yeah, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of big men on the move, possibly 
Blake Griffin going Blake Griffin to the, uh, to the Nets. Nets is what the rumors are. Um, per Shams, right? Shams yeah, is Shams. saying that they're expected to be the favorites to sign him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, not too long. I think, was it today? The uh, yeah. Detroit Pistons bought out the rest of Blake Griffin's contract, which not sure specific numbers on it's that. It's a lot of money. It's a, it's yeah, it's a lot of money to just let him walk. I don't know. It's, I think it was it's in crazy. $35 million range. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that puts him up there with... Kevin Love's kind of making that much money. Yeah. Kevin Love might be making. They'll more. probably stretch it out over four or five, six yeah. years. But yeah, I was just trying to kind of get a base point there. But yeah, um, Shams saying that a lot of guys are actually saying Brooklyn Nets is the favorite for Blake Griffin. Yeah. and uh, I'll let Nick kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I have sources inside the league saying the same thing um, about Blake Griffin. So we'll see. Go to the Nets. Um, we'll see how that works out. Um, but I mean, if he can even get back to somewhat of the level he was playing with. Two years ago, two or three seasons ago now, With where he made that all-star game, he kind of redesigned his game entirely, where he was mm-hmm. shooting a lot of threes, handling the ball a lot. So if he can get back to even 80, 90% of that, which is questionable because how injured injured he's been, if mm-hmm. he can get back to that, yeah. and he's our fourth-best player, it makes him dangerous. That's crazy to think about, Blake Griffin being a fourth-best player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another thing, you mentioned, you mentioned this when we were just talking, him and uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Back DeAndre together, Lob City. Yeah. Without Chris Paul, yeah, they should just trade for Chris Paul and run through the league. <laughs> but my still, my one worry with the Nets is they might sign that guy. But Blake Griffin's never been known for defense, mm-hmm. and he's not going to magically get better, especially and, yeah. after fifty-seven thousand knee surgeries. Yeah, he's not going to become a better defender. And that's what the Nets are lacking right now. Yeah, a good uh, defensive presence. I know you always are talking about Joel Embiid and like who's going to be able to stop. Yeah, him. I mean, I think the move is to try to get somebody mm-hmm. Dinwiddie. I think Dinwiddie has to be moved. He's injured, but teams will teams still want him because he has mm-hmm. a lot of upside. Right. They need to move Dimwitty for somebody who's going to be defensive-minded big because DeAndre Jordan's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake Griffin's definitely not that. Yeah. Um, Maybe John Collins. I know Bruce, Bruce <laughs> Brown has been doing some small ball five stuff, but he's six six, so he's in it. Embiid will just kill yeah. him. Um, I mean, he'll murder him. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm ready for the playoffs. To start. Jason, Bruce Brown would suffer a Jason Terry death at the hands <laughs> of Joel Embiid. Um, but they have to they have to address that still. Offensively, it helps them. Even if Blake Griffin is a guy that's just going to stand in the corner and spot up and shoot because mm-hmm. he got a, lot, got a lot better shooting. Yep. Um, he hasn't dunked in over a year. It's been like a year and a half since Blake Griffin has dunked, which is pretty scary. That's a, that's a crazy To be step. honest, that he just doesn't dunk anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty scary. Steph Curry has probably dunked more in the last year and a half than he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so Blake Griffin to the Nets. So it's probably going to be official here soon. Mm-hmm. Um Sources in the league say within the next two hours. Your sources? My sources, yeah, in the yeah. league. The next, uh, the next two hours that a deal might be going through with Blake Griffin and the Nets. So it'll be interesting. I was hoping he maybe go back to the Clippers. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Brooklyn. See what happens. No sleep till Brooklyn. No sleep till Brooklyn. Yeah, do you want to go ahead and start with our uh, yeah. fun players here? Yeah. Yep, so Nick's got five, and I've got four because I was, I was slacking a little bit. Yeah, so, you want me to start then? Yeah, you can, it you out can go first. So first player, we've talked about him some on the podcast, Julius Randle. Um, I think two weeks ago when we picked our All-Stars, I don't think I had him on there. I think you might have, Devin. I think I did. Um, yeah. Which I kind of regret. I didn't have Gobert on either, but I kind of regret not having those two guys on. But Randle's been really good. He reminds me a lot of a reincarnation kind of Chris Webber. Mm-hmm. Athletic big. Not quite as athletic as Chris Webber, but kind of that point forward, that point power yeah. forward where he initiates a lot of the plays. He's like 250 pounds. He's slimmed down a lot, but that size, athleticism, mm-hmm. he can, I think he really, I don't think he'll be a guy that's a top guy on a championship team, 
I think that's another level that not that many players reach. But I think he can be your second or third best guy on a team. So hopefully, I think the Nets are going to be a destination again for for um, players. Mm-hmm. I think once you look at um, Thibodeau being there, they're winning games now, and it is New York. People want to play in New York, so I think they might start being a team that players want to go to, and then I, they have a bright upside. Yeah. But uh, Julius Randle's been really good. He's only twenty six years old. Um, Definitely deserves to be in their all-star team because the Knicks are fifth right now in the in the East. Mm-hmm. Not given they're only like three games up from like the ten seed, eleven seed, but they're in that mix right now. And Julius Randle's been really yeah. fun. So yeah, these are our fun rankings, by the way. Fun rankings. Fun rankings. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the first time that the Knicks have been over five hundred in March since like twenty twelve yeah, or something it's like that. Been a long time. Which is crazy, but yeah, like you said, um, I mean, if you talked about Julius Randle two three years ago being having the potential to be a second-best player on a championship team, I think uh, we'd take that for sure. <laughs> um, like you said, yeah. it's hard to really get to the level of being the best player on a championship team, but uh, Julius Randle's doing some really good things this year, so are the yeah. whole Knicks. Who was it? I'm trying to figure out. Somebody said that um, Julius Randle is better than Chris Bosh ever was. <laughs> I don't know who it was, uh, which know. is kind of weird. Chris Bosh is a really good player, yeah. so um, that is I think it's probably Knicks fans. Um, Knicks fans are crazy people, mm-hmm. and now that the Knicks are decent again, it's just actually bringing them out. They're flocking of, the, yeah. of their shacks now. They like were living in when they sucked for too. years. Yeah, they're living in the slums. Um, <laughs> and Knicks fans have serious issues. Something's wrong with them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. They, Spike Lee is probably rowdying them up a lot. <laughs> they have a disease called like Nick fanitis or something. Nick fanitis. Just being yeah. a Knicks fan. But, but, yeah, this offseason will be interesting to kind of see how much of a destination landing spot that the Knicks could be for some of these guys. Them playing well is definitely uh, helping their case out a ton, really. And, yeah. like, every, I think every big-name free agent ever has said he wants to play in New York or Brooklyn or one of the big markets. LeBron has a Le- two year, LeBron. one or two less, years less than his deal. My prediction mm-hmm. might be Your coming prediction, true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, LeBron will be going to the Knicks within the next three years. He'll be there, especially if he wins more titles with the mm-hmm. Lakers. He'll be going to the New York Knicks. With Barrett quickly being shipped out. That's that's what's going to happen. No Barrett? What? He'll just sign there in free agency. I think he keeps those guys, or he might ask them to be traded. True, that yeah. is true. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's your yeah. first yeah. fun team ranking, Devin? The most fun guy in the league to watch is TJ McConnell. I think it's the perfect time to bring him up. Homer. After yeah, a little bit, a lot of it. After his first, uh, his last performance, breaking the NBA steals records in a half with a nine, yeah, and then finishing with ten was a little disappointing. Pacers record right there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is a Pacers yeah. record. But that's really cool. T.J. McConnell is one of the most fun guys to watch. Um, over the last two weeks, he's probably been the best player on the team. <laughs> Pacers have really struggled, but he's been a bright spot for them. And uh, I think one of the only reasons I've watched a game lately but uh he's leading the league in steals right now steals per game with that last performance yeah kind of boosted him a lot what is he at do you know he's at right at two two mm-hmm. that's leading the league mm-hmm. wow. two is the next is 1.8 which i think is uh some who's from the knicks barrett maybe might be barrett might be might quickly be quickly or lamello i don't even remember who it was lamello on the knicks no he was on the knicks <laughs> he's not on the knicks uh, okay. but for some reason i thought it was a dude on the knicks but yeah, um, it's Tosh Gibson. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but yeah, the things he does for the Pacers is always uh, super fun to watch, and uh, he's super productive. I mean, doing everything basically off the bench. I know there were a couple games when Brogdon was out that he was starting, 
and playing like 30 minutes back to on a back to back. He played 30 minutes in two games, which yeah. that's crazy for T.J. McConnell minutes. But um, he's he's a fun guy to watch. If you watch a Pacers game, definitely look out for number nine flying around, stealing an inbounds pass every once in a while. Yeah, it really reminds me of a uh, Matt Bailey's game. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Matt Bailey, Matt Bailey is a straight TJ baller, McConnell. such a hustler. <laughs> Matt Bailey is a mix between TJ McConnell and Draymond Green. Yeah. Two of his favorite players. That's, that's the scary true. thing is Matt actually kind of looks like TJ McConnell. Oh, too. yeah. They look pretty similar. Uh-huh. So. He threw on, I forget what jersey, I think it was a Shaq jersey, but like he was built yeah. like TJ McConnell. Good old TJ. Yeah, good yeah. old TJ, good he old He kind of reminds me of uh, JJ Barea. How J.J. Barea played, not, J.J. didn't play with quite as much intensity. Uh-huh. Yeah, T.J. McConnell's a better defender, but he kind of reminds me of that small guy yeah. that's just out there doing all the little gritty things. That's right. So LeBron James better watch out, because yeah. J.J. Barea shut LeBron down in the playoffs before. Well, kind of, not entirely, but he guarded LeBron, which is pretty pathetic. Mm-hmm. One mark of LeBron's career. That's right. But, um, yeah, so T.J. McConnell's been good. Yep. Um, hustler. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. How many short white guys can we compare to T.J. McConnell before this episode's over? <laughs> at least, J.T. Uh, Barea is Ar- Argentinian, at least. Yeah. yeah. Is he from Argentina? Right? Yeah, he's Argentinian. Okay. I think he's. Cool. I think that's where it's. Uh, I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of point guards, I know you're going to talk about another. No, one you know right what? Here. I feel bad. I don't think he is. Go, go ahead and. I'll... I think he's Puerto Rican, actually. Puerto Rican. Okay. But yeah, I mean. He's Puerto Rican. Yeah. Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican, gotcha. not Argentina. You caught it. I was thinking of Scola and Ginobili, all those good yeah. Argentina players. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know you're talking about a point guard now. Uh, yeah. Your next Should we move on to my next there. fun ranking? Mm-hmm. Lamelo Ball. That's who I have, right? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I don't have well, Lamelo. Yeah. I saved Lamelo. He did. Yeah. We talk about him a lot. Chris Paul. We haven't really talked about Chris Paul a lot. No. We both selected him to turn all star teams. I think I think we both had him on there. But it's kind of crazy with Chris Paul. Every team he goes to becomes better. The Hornets Warriors was drafted too. That was a good team. He was an All Star. Had his mm-hmm. best years yep. overall there. Him and David West. That team wasn't good once he left. Um, went to the Clippers. I think he made them a Finals contender. They never ended up getting far. But that's the downside of having Blake Griffin in the playoffs. Um, he made the Houston contenders. Houston Rockets contenders. Yep. I mean, they had a real shot at beating the Warriors yeah. back in. They took him to seven. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Took him to seven, and Chris Paul was injured. He was out in mm-hmm. some of those series. They had a real shot at beating them. Everyone counted off the Thunder last year, yeah, which I want to state for the record that I didn't. A lot of people had them last <laughs> in the league. But last season, I thought they would still be good because they got Chris Paul, they had good players, and they made the playoffs. They ended up being a playoff bubble team. And they were a really good team. And now you look at the Suns. The Suns weren't even in the playoff conversation last year. Now, given they did have a good bubble, mm-hmm. and I think that combined with bringing in Chris Paul, and it's really a Chris Paul team now. Like, if you look at I think they're last in the league in pace. Or they're near that, and Chris Paul really slows things mm-hmm. down, and he's made that his team. And Devin Booker's benefiting from it. Everyone's benefiting from that new system um, because of Chris Paul. I mean, I think he gets ridden off a lot of the time as not a winning player, which I just don't think is true. I think Chris Paul is a winning player, and this is a really fun team, mm-hmm. especially in the East, where or in a West Western Conference rather, where if Anthony Davis isn't healthy. I think a lot of it's up for grabs. And if Davis isn't healthy, I think this is truly a team that can go to the finals. Mm-hmm. I do. They have a lot of good pieces. Um, so, yeah, I think if the Lakers aren't there, the this team, the Suns, the Jazz, the Nuggets, you have other teams in there, the Clippers, obviously, Clippers. they can really mm-hmm. fight for a spot. And I think the Suns are on that level because okay. of – and Chris Paul's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a top-tier team in the West for sure, especially after beating the Lakers. I know they and beat – Second now. Second in the West. Yeah, huh? they beat them to take second. I know. I don't think Davis played, but um, yeah, the Suns are a really good team. Fun for me to watch as well because big Devin Booker fan. Um, 
But yeah, um, when it comes down to it, I think the Suns almost have a better shot than the Jazz, just because they have Chris Paul and just yeah, they're playing Chris Paul basketball like you said, slow. I think slows it down and. When it comes to trying to match up teams and find out who's going to win in the series, I think a lot of the time it comes down to who has a better player, mm-hmm. and that's Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no disrespect to Donovan Mitchell, but Chris Paul is the best guy out of those yeah. four players, each of the two teams' top stars. I, I could even argue that I see that Devin Booker is better than Conley when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. It's a good team. They play fun. They're young. Aiden's been good. No one's talking about him this year. He has um, been sneaky good, yeah. It's a good team, and... When, you, when it comes down to series and you're looking at best players, a lot of the time that can determine. Um, and Chris Ball's a great closer, too. Mm-hmm. He had he was tops of the league last year, near the top in clutch points. Um, so, yeah, CP3, still doing it at age 35, yeah. 36 now. And LeBron. All those guys, yeah, the banana yeah. boat team. Hey, CP3 changed his diet. That's a big part of why he got better. Yeah. Yeah. Big diet change he, a few years ago. He spent millions on his body like LeBron. I don't know. I mean, he has plenty of money. He has huge contracts. Yeah, he so, does. yeah. Well, yeah, he's had a lot of big contracts. Yeah. But yeah, um, my next guy, if you're finished with Chris Paul, oh yeah, is a guy from the Jazz, Mike Conley. Yeah. Uh, another Homer. 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 <laughs> Homer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a little biased uh, because he's an Indiana guy, and I was a huge grit and grind Grizzlies, Grizzlies fan. Um, I disrespected Zach Randolph the other day. I put on his jersey and then pick up basketball yeah. and I think it had three turnovers and three touches so <laughs> took it off respectfully <laughs> but um yeah I'm glad to see him winning again on a winning team being one of their best guys uh he ranks in the top 40 in total win shares in the league which is a it's an interesting stat but I mean it's one that is up there all like he's surrounded by Paul George and a bunch of good guys but surprisingly he's like the third highest on Utah behind uh Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles Joe Ingles is a winner. That's all I gotta Jingles. say. Jingles. Jingles the winner. Um, but Conley's really having a resurgence this year. I thought Utah was based off a season last year. He was probably gonna be on the downfall, kind of having like a, um, I'd I'd probably say like a George Hill kind of season where he's just on a not a great team. But I mean, the Jazz are good this year, and Mike Conley's a big reason because of it. Um, I was really expecting a resurgence kind of for Derrick Rose to happen this year, but um. Just with him, Derrick Rose hasn't lived up to what I thought he was going to be. But um, another point I kind of want to bring up was uh, that Mike Conley is going to be a really great veteran for Donovan Mitchell just because he knows what it's like to play for a small market team. I think Mitchell's really struggling with that right now, not getting the attention that he thinks he deserves, which I think rightfully the Jazz need to be talked about some more and not in a negative way, like the uh, all-star draft last night kind of. There were some funny comments there made. Shout out LeBron. Yeah, I think uh, I think with Mike Conley being around, it's really going to calm Donovan Mitchell down. Mike Conley's never been a big media guy, wants to get his name out there. So hopefully Donovan Mitchell can kind of take to some of that. Um, but yeah, Mike Conley just been fun to watch. Dude, Mike Conley just has that Lawrence North blood. LN. LN. Shout out Will Reed. Shout out Will Reed. He was. Will Reed played Greg one game with us the other day and yeah. left. And yeah, Mike Conley, Mike his presence Conley mindset. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like the Conley pick. I think the reason last year it took him a long time, he tried to get into going later in the season, but I don't think he'd ever really played with a team like Memphis, especially mm-hmm. a big like Gobert, because he played with Zebo and Marcus Gasol, which are neither, neither of those guys are athletic at all. No. Very different types of players than Gobert. I mean, Gobert and, I mean, Gobert and um, Mark, Mark, Marcus Gasol, both defensive player of the years, def- Mark won back in 
2012, I believe. So both both different types of good defenders, though. But I think it just took him a while to kind of figure out how to play. And Mike Conley's a good player, so he's finally figured out how to play with the Jazz, mm-hmm. and it's paying off. I think he had a small case to be an all-star this year. He would have been a few spots off, I think maybe three spots off. Expended out to 15 players, he might have made it. Mm-hmm. But he's having a good year, and I like Mike Conley. He's a good yeah. player. He's getting up there in age now. How old is he? Do you know how old he is? Um, 32, 33, probably. Something like that, probably. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, Mike Conley, I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> of course. This so, one, um, I like this pick, too, which you're about to talk about. Zion Williamson. Just because he's fun, man. He's fun. And I've talked – I've never been the huge, biggest Zion fan, but I think I'm finally starting to change my mind. My concerns with them are still there, the healthiness and the defense, yeah. but mm-hmm. he's been really good. He's just dominating people. There was a play when they played Utah. They ended up lo- they ended up winning that game, but they shouldn't have because they blew like a 17-point league. Anyway, there was a play where Zion went to like he just went into he went into Gobert, and like he didn't even extend his arm because people extend their arms a lot and push yeah. players off mm-hmm. and then they'll move. He didn't extend his arm, and Gobert went flying behind the freaking basketball goal, mm-hmm. and Zion just bodied him, completely bodied him without even pushing off, and he just moved him out of the way. Two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Crazy, crazy stuff. But he's leading the league in points in the paint. Um, he's just been awesome. And I really think he's gotten to that point where I talked about it some earlier, like a guy being able to be the top guy on a championship team. I think he can be that, mm-hmm. especially if him and Ingram and uh, Lonzo stay together. I think those three guys can really be special together. And I really still have Lonzo stock. I think he can be the third guy on a championship team especially when you have Ingram and um, and Zion. The kind of problem with Zion right now is he's not shooting in the fourth quarters, and it's not his fault, though. I don't know why Stan Van Gundy isn't getting any more touches, um, but the whole reason they blew that 17-point lead against the Jazz of the night is because he shot one time in the fourth quarter. It was ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, Zion's been, been really good. Defense is still a concern. He has to get better there. And he has to be able to shoot outside of more than four feet because right. teams will exploit that in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's done with um, um, uh, and, and Anthony Kumpo, some of the right. mm-hmm. Um So he has to be able to at least add a mid-range jumper or floaters or even extend it out to three. But he's young. Yeah, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And he's the most athletic guy in the league for oh, sure. Oh yeah, he's and combined. He's the second heaviest guy in the league, I think, behind. Um, Boban, sucks. <laughs> Boban's awful. Sorry, sorry, AJ, but he sucks. But he's yeah. the second heaviest guy in the league. But he's also like one of the fastest. Yeah, um, his, unbelievable. His first step is—it's uh, very surprising and take you off guard for sure. Um, I just remember watching him at Duke. March Madness about to start up. By the way, best month of the year. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, just some things he used to do at Duke, just taking guys off the dribble. I understand those are college guys. But um, now in the NBA, he's—I mean—he's doing the exact same things that he did in high school. That's the thing he's doing. It's just whatever he wants, really. Yeah. Um, super dominant guy. Super fun to watch. Super athletic. Playmaking is something I didn't mention either. He's been—he's mm-hmm. a, a really yeah. good passer. Really underrated part of his game that's not talked about. Uh huh. Um, he really does do a pretty good job of finding, finding other guys. Because I mean, the driving kick would be insane if he can get some teammates with a good jumper. Yeah. For sure. Uh huh. You have your uh, next player. My third player, Gordon Hayward. No, yeah. no particular reason. 
Maybe because he's an Indiana uh, Homer. guy. <laughs> but, yeah, um, the Hornets are good. They're young. They're exciting. But uh, Gordy Buckets, I'm going to trademark that nickname, uh, is the best player on that team with them being young. Um, I caved and bought NBA 2K, and I joined the Hornets in my micro to be a shooting guard. So that's why I'm talking about Gordon Hayward maybe. But, um, yeah, I had no idea what his role would kind of be in Charlotte uh, after this offseason because he'd been a co-star in Boston. Um but I think this was, like, the best movie could have made. I think if he came to the pages, it would have been a mistake, really. Um, but he's really turned out to be the Utah Gordon Hayward that we used to see when he was an all-star. I think it was, like, 2015, 16, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it was kind of the same same scenario. He was kind of the best guy on that team, apart from maybe uh, Derek Favors. He might have been pretty good back then. But, um, but, I mean, this year his all-star season would almost be a snub. I don't know. The East is pretty hard to figure out with them uh, taking a certain amount of bigs and a certain amount of forwards. Um, but yeah, Gordon Hayward, he's been a fun guy to watch, and I'm glad that he picked Charlotte and glad that he's uh, playing well. That team, yeah. that team's doing well. I think they're probably doing better than the Pacers right now. They might be ahead of them. I yeah. think they are, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the Hornets are a fun team. Gordon Hayward's a fun player. I think he's averaging... 20, 22? 22, 23 yeah. game, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really back to that all-star level. He was mm-hmm. playing with when he was in Utah. And it kind of sucks. You look at the you look at the Celtics right now. All these guys they've lost for nothing and he's one of them. Like 27 million dollar trade exception doesn't do anything for right. him really. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it's um he's been good. He's been back to that all-star level. He was definitely was in the conversation to make an all-star team, but I think there's a lot of good forwards so he just slightly got bumped out and that's a fun team. Him and LaMelo and things are looking bright for that team. I think finally when you have a guy like LaMelo especially um Lamelo, I think I was kind of wrong. I I kept I think I was wrong about him as well. I think he's a guy that he probably has a highest star potential in this draft. I'm starting to think about that. There's other guys, but he's been so good since he's been put in the starting lineup. Um, but him and Gordon Hayward together, um, you get some more young guys in there, and maybe free agents will want to go there. Maybe it is Charlotte, so I don't know about that. Hayward went there, so maybe other players will go there. <laughs> Is that, is that saying much that Gordon Hayward yeah, is Charlotte? that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Hayward's been really good. Yeah. He really just controls the game in a lot of ways. He slows it down, kind of like Chris Paul. He slows the game mm-hmm. down. He's a good passer. He's still a decent defender, even mm-hmm. after all the injuries he's had. Yeah. Um, he knows the game so well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I like the Gordon Hayward pick. Yeah. You want me to turn you loose now? Turn me loose? Yeah. So it's kind of I don't even I don't know if he deserves to be on the fun rankings I think he does but uh, talk about my favorite player in the NBA Jimmy Butler Jimmy buckets Jimmy buckets I need to get Strap my Jimmy, in listeners I need to get my fat head <laughs> oh did you order one or? I haven't the shipping okay. the shipping's a little bit much yeah so um, a fat head if you guys want to send me a Jimmy Butler fat head if you guys are listening to this um, send me one so yeah Jimmy Butler I mean he just plays with so much energy I mean. He's a fantasy beast for me as well. I love that I got him in fantasy. Um, and he's really been a big reason why the Heat have turned it around. They're really back to kind of how they were playing last year. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. He's a big part of that. Um, he just plays with so much energy, puts up numbers. Um, and I don't think you can count the Heat team out. I think they are a finals contender still. I don't think they're on that same level necessarily as the Sixers and Nets. But they have the team that can still compete with him and Bam and other guys. Um, and he, like I said earlier, if you have the best player on the court, then you have a shot at being in the finals. And I think 
it's going to be hard to say he's the best player on the court in a Durant series or an Embiid series, but he's right up there in that conversation. Um, and I also, apparently he got the replacement nod for Sabonis, um, hmm. but he turned it down because he wanted Bam to be in. So that's, wow. that's what the rumor is. I didn't even heard is. that. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, apparently he turned it down because he didn't want to be there without Bam. So it shows he does not care about that stuff, and he really yeah. doesn't care about all-star selections. He cares about winning. Um, so I really hope he gets a title in his career. Um, maybe he can go back to Minnesota and beat that entire team um, <laughs> with scrubs. Uh, scrubs versus scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to – never mind. I, I won't bring him into this podcast. But, yeah, Timberwolves, yeah. Maybe you can go play the reserves again and crap on them. Yeah, fun stuff. That was a, that was a fun month. Jimmy Imagine Butler. if he would have stayed with Philly, dude. Wow, I just those three guys. Yeah, they missed a window there. They really did. Uh-huh. I and mean, those are three great players, especially mm-hmm. with how Embiid and Simmons have developed. Yeah, I think this yeah. year they're like leaps and bounds better than what yeah. they were two years ago. Like imagine the perimeter defense you have with oh Simmons and Butler. Unbelievable. That's an unbelievable team. That'd be crazy. Um. But yeah, Jimmy Buckets, I won't say on him for too long. But. Yeah, that's a pretty good transition, actually, bringing up the 76ers to my next guy, which is uh, Tobias Harris. Is he connected to Indiana in any way? I was trying to research him. He's not connected to Indiana. <laughs> I don't think he is. He played for Detroit. It's kind of close that's to close. Indiana. I mean, Maybe I'm, that's why. I'm a, I'm a Detroit Lions fan. That's but probably not why, really. yeah. <laughs> You're a Detroit Lions fan. You're from Indiana. There's the Indiana connection. Yeah. There we go. There it is. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Tobias Harris, um, third best player for the Sixers right now. He's going to be a huge piece for them in the playoffs, but um, he's more than a third wheel. If anything, I'm trying to think of a good analogy here. He'd be uh, the the hot guy friend that I don't even know. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when teams are focused on shutting down Embiid and Simmons, uh, he's going to be looked upon to make big shots, and I think he can make them, especially with the Embiid and Simmons, their court vision. Uh, that's going to help. Um, I just – I just see uh, Embiid getting the ball in the post right now and a bunch of guys swarming to help him and Giannis being one of them or something. Kick out for uh, Toby there. Toby for three. Um, but, yeah, uh, career high in points this year. I won't stay on him too long, but uh, he's stayed healthy this year too. Um, I think he started every game he's played. I think he's they played like 31 games. I don't know if that's how many the Sixers have played, but sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, that's about all I've got for Tobias Harris. Hey, nothing wrong with third wheeling, all right? Yeah. I've been doing plenty of that lately. Shout out Wait, to... Wait, maybe. I don't know. Shout out to the Mariah and Bixler and then two other people. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, um, shout out Noah Kurtz. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll get all that topic. We need to get yeah. you on here, man. We need to get, get you on Noah Kurtz on, on here, dude. Yeah. Um, talk about third wheeling some, right? With Noah. Uh, anyway, um... So yeah, so Tobias Harris been good, been a good player. <laughs> uh, um, he's been good this year. Um, I I think Doc has brought a lot out of him. Uh, oh, he was a guy when he, when he was playing at the All Star level in uh, Philly, or not in Philly when he was with the Clippers and they were together. He brought a lot of stuff out of Harris, and then he went there and played for Brett Brown. Um, and Brett Brown sucks, so of yeah, course he, he wasn't was good under Brett Brown. But Doc is a good coach. Um, and I think if he's your, if he's your third guy, you're doing good. Um, I still think the Sixers. Um, are the favorites to go to the finals. If Blake Griffin starts playing well, that might change things. I still think they need defense on that team because small ball defense is only going to take you so far yep. when you're facing Joel Embiid, who's the league MVP right now. Um, but, yeah, I like Tobias Harris. That's a good pick. Toby. Um, Miss, Toby. Toby missing Bobby, though. 
Toby, Toby and Bobby. The Toby and Bobby. That was the best bromance there is. That was yeah. the best bromance. Speaking of Bobby, I think his nose weighs probably ten pounds. Yeah, <laughs> probably weighs as much as um, uh, who's that Thunder? The Thunder drafted some sucky, sucky. Like really? he's like yeah, he's like a seven foot guy. That Does he still like a, play there? They signed him to the G League. Oh, okay. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a foreign guy. He's like seven foot, but he weighs like one hundred eighty pounds. Oh my god, he's a stick. He sucks. <laughs> Kevin O'Connor from the Ringer loves him. <laughs> really then, yeah well have you seen the he's like the american guy he's like seven one he plays like a guard i don't remember what he might he, he might be american. he's a high schooler right now oh uh, maybe not i don't know i don't even remember he's not gonna pan out then no. um <laughs> yeah but tobias harris yeah. yeah um i guess i'll i can do my last person is that good bradley mm-hmm. beal i won't stay on him too long we talk about him some but he's just a fun player to watch i mean still leading the league in scoring um the wizards are on the come up could be fighting for a playoff spot, a playing seed. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about this year is really showing why the 10, yeah. having those two extra spots for the playing game is really big this year because there's so many teams bunched up in both the East and the West, especially in a shortened season. So this is hopefully something they keep when they go back to 82 games. But, yeah, he's a top, back to Bradley Beal, top 15 guy in the league. And, look, I understand loyalty, but if I'm him, I kind of want out of Washington because even though they're on the come up right now, I don't know what they're going to be. They're young guys. I like their young guys, but they're really not painted out. Rui's yeah. not getting much better. Uh, I've heard nothing about Denny. Yeah, I've heard absolutely nothing like a, about he him. Top five he was a ninth. I think he was ninth, eighth or ninth overall. Top ten pick, and, and I've heard nothing about him. I saw. I saw his all. name. I seriously saw his name on like the world versus American like up yeah. and coming game, and I was like, who is that guy? Denny Adiva. If I'm saying his last name right, I I haven't. Yeah. I've heard nothing about him. I liked him a lot as a as mm-hmm. a prospect. I thought he was a good player. I thought he was going to be like a Kristaps um, kind of thing. I thought he was going to have a conversation for Rookie of the Year, but he's been out of that. Speaking of Rookie of the Year, our pick is bad. Obi Toppin. Yeah. He he hasn't. The Knicks have been good. Like, he could have yeah. been perfect. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he is. But Bradley Beal. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of Obi Toppin, kind of a tangent here, but dunk contest. Yeah. Um, the dunk contest... I don't know what they they get a bunch of nobodies all the time. Yeah, Cassidy Stanley, cool. He plays for the Pacers. Yeah, but I don't he's, want to see him in the dunk contest. Here's the thing: he's he has not played a minute for the Pacers. Yeah, he's legit, like in the G League. They the whole need time. they need to get the dunk contest back to how it used to be. Yeah, because right now they just don't. They've done it a lot of times, which is a bunch of nobodies. Mm-hmm. Last year was really good, obviously with Levine and Gordon. That was a good year. Not Levine. Levine wasn't in it last year, was he? It was Gordon and um. Mm-hmm. um the Miami Miami Heat player. He's on Portland oh, now. He, had he won. Um, Johnson Jr. Uh, Derek Johnson. Derek Jr. Johnson yeah. Jr. Yeah. Um, but though that was fun. But yeah. this year is going to be a bunch of nobodies. Anthony Simmons. Simon. Yeah, Stanley. He rides the bench for Portland. Yeah. Um, All these guys do. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. So it's strange. only three guys and three nobodies really. Uh-huh. The only guy that regular fans might know is Obi, and just because he was just drafted. drafted regular on. fans are not going to know those other guys. No. But three point contest three point is more fun anyway. It's loaded. I've always enjoyed that more than dunk contest. Yeah, so All Star Weekend, All Star Game this weekend should be fun as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one other thing I wanted to mention: apparently, Luke Walton's on the hot seat too. Oh, okay. From sources, Sacramento as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which hmm. is kind of scary because you know their assistant coaches, Alvin Gentry. Oh, he's bad. shit show of Alvin dun, Gentry dun, might return. Dun, dun. <laughs> going from the shit show of Luke Walton to the shit yeah. show of Alvin Gentry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully yeah. Luke gets fired. I think Alvin Gentry might be slightly better. Luke Walton sucks. Yeah. He's awful. Um, Very bad. Yeah, but we can move on to the centers now. Centers, yeah. I got one more player to touch on. 
Yuta Watabe. Watanabe. Um, he's a fun player to watch, man. He puts his heart on the line every, each and every play. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know who I'm talking about, this is the guy who was uh, he was posterized by Anthony Edwards. Is that his name? He was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, murdered him. Anthony Edwards um, murdered this guy. Seriously, probably the greatest dunk I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. it's up there. It's like top ten for me, like seriously. It's, it's up, yeah. Dunk of the year so far, for sure. Oh, yeah. it's it's It was ridiculous. I think I watched yeah. it like ten times that night. Rumor has it he's in the same grave as Jason Terry when LeBron killed Jason Terry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So rumor has it there. Yeah. I heard uh, Fairchild's in there as well. Dwayne Wade killed Aaron Fairchild. Mm-hmm. They're all in the same grave together. Yeah. They were murdered. But, yeah. yeah, respect to the, this dude. He plays for the Raptors. He uh, he said he'd try to block that shot 100 times out of 100. He's not going to give up two free points. He's going to get killed that many yeah. times. No easy well. buckets. Well, speaking yeah. of, you know, we just talked about the dunk contest. What about Anthony Edwards? Can he is he athletic at all? Like yeah, he is. Be he can big, throw down some dunks. He'd be a big name to put in there, but would be. But they like putting nobodies in there. So yeah, it would have been cool to see Zion in it too. Oh my god! They have all star. They should have just used the all stars. Yeah, like, there's a lot of all star guys that can throw it down. Yeah. So take numbers back too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the dunks will be decent, but I don't think anyone's gonna watch it when they look on there and see Cassidy Stanley. Yeah. Who I've only heard his name because he played for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. So he played for Duke and he had some good dunks at Duke. So I think I think he'll probably win. Oh, I don't, that's the thing. I don't know about any of Obi Toppin has Obi some, Obi can yeah he, he has can jump. Dayton, some of those Dayton dunks on the fast yeah. break. Those were Shout out to the Flyers. Shout out to the people who picked Obi Toppin to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Couldn't be us. No. Couldn't that's why, I mean, yeah, that's maybe that's why we don't have our media vote yet. Yeah, we need it. Well, I bet Adam you, Silver, I bet you a ton of people put, picked him, too. I have sources in the league now, so hopefully yeah, what you, I can, um, keep bringing I'm, I sources. can't say who they are, but I do have sources inside of the NBA getting good information. That's good. Um, you want to do our last segment? Yeah, I think yeah. a historical segment. Finish it up real it's, quick, uh, yeah. called, uh... Center. Center? Wait, Center? Center? I hardly, I hardly know, know her. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out AJ. Shout out AJ Gerker. Gerker, yeah. Wait, Gerker? Gerker? Gerker. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> um, yeah, so Center, hardly know her. Yeah, so... This is our last segment here. Um, right now, I'll, I'll run through some Centers, um... No particular order. Let me pull up ESPN. We'll go. We'll go. ESPN's ten to one. How about that? ESPN's ten to one. Yeah. Let's do it. I think that'd be fun to do. But yeah, ten. Come on, computer. Yeah. So go through these and then go through ours. Is that what yeah, we're going to do? Yeah. Just kind of do them. Bill Walton's on there. Bill Walton, George Mikan, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Moses Malone, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, Bill Russell. Will Chamberlain and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, formerly Blue Wall Sender. I think that's him, right? That's yeah. the guy who changed his name. What the hell are these rankings? Good grief. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, you want to start? Um. Yeah, I'll go through mine. So we'll go five. One to, I'll go one to five. I think it's a pretty clear number one. Bill Russell. And then I went Kareem, Wilt, Shaq, and David Robinson is my top five. Yeah. So for me, um, somebody that was left off the ESPN list entirely and off our, off your list. I don't really make He has more titles than any of these guys. Yeah. It's Bill uh, Russell, right? Phil Jackson. Oh, yeah. What? Phil Jackson has 13 <laughs> titles. You remember he played center with the Knicks, two oh. with the Knicks. Okay. Now, given he was a coach, uh, six with the Bulls, five with the Lakers. He was a center no one else, for him. Yeah, no one else touched... Phil Jackson in terms of rings in this list. So Phil Jackson is first. Uh, not really. I, Sorry. I want to see Phil Jackson's basketball. Stay. He wasn't good. 
I think he was a starting center on the Knicks team that won, though, back in the back in the I think it was seventies. But um, my list a little bit different. So Devin had Devin had Bill Russell, Kareem, Wilt, Shaq, and then Robinson. My rankings go Bill Russell, Kareem, same as the first two, and then Shaq, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Wilt Chamberlain. So Hakeem is somebody the dream. Yeah, that's one difference we have. The orders change a little bit, but yeah. he has Robinson. I have Hakeem on the list. Um, I guess we can kind of go through each of these players. My honorable mention would be Robinson and then Moses Malone. I wanted to put Moses Malone on a lot. Yeah. Finals MVP, I think two regular season MVPs from Malone, if I'm remembering right. But Moses Malone. A lot of people don't know who Moses Malone is. It's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. He's one of the biggest stars ever. I think people just don't know who he is. Like, you'll say Moses Malone, and people think it's Carl Malone. <laughs> right. Or not the same person. Um, yeah. Different times they played in completely. Yeah. So. Hakeem would definitely be uh, my honorable mention. Yeah. But um, I'll just run through Bill Russell and Kareem's stats real quick. Yeah. Bill Russell, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11 championships. I like how you put that. Um, yeah, do the Kobe, but do you know when Kobe counted his numbers all the way up? Uh, yeah. You go all the way up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> not 1, not 2, not 3. Yeah. <laughs> just do that for LeBron. Uh, but Bill Russell, 5-time MVP, 12-time All-Star, 11-time uh, All-NBA, and then uh, all Defensive first team once, I think. Only one time? Interesting. Only one, yeah. And then Kareem, well, I don't, the voting was probably weird back then because they yeah. didn't even have finals MVPs. Yeah, that's true. So uh, Kareem has six championships, six time MVP, uh, two finals MVPs, 19 time All Star, 15 time All NBA, 10 time All Defensive Team. All time leading scorer. Yes. Well. Yeah. Those two guys, we think we both have those as our top two, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you could argue Kareem. I had Kareem a pyre for the longest time, but you can't argue with 11 championships. That's a lot of young people, touched. a lot of young people like to say that it's a different era, but he still won 11 times, mm-hmm. which you can't take that away from him. He yeah. was an 11-time champion, very athletic, and he's still somebody that would be good in today's NBA. He's a very athletic person, and I think people try to discredit and say, oh, this player wouldn't be good in today's league, but great players transcend generations. They transcend mm-hmm. the errors. Yeah. So Bill Russell is still somebody who would be a yeah. dominant force today. 11 then, championships. You can't argue with it. He, he, was, he was 11 for 13. He played for 13 years and won yeah. 11. You can't argue with that. And really, you know, just like a big spokesperson in general. You yeah. Know? One of the um, for things that were going on at that time, civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. He was a big spokesperson in the yeah. world. Um, but, yeah. So, um, and Kareem, I mean, he's great. All-time leading scorer. I think sometimes he gets a bit overrated with the scoring numbers, at least, because mm-hmm. he played for so long. Yeah. The skyhook was a is an overrated shot in my opinion, but <laughs> he's a top five player of all time yeah. in general. Um, I I have Bill Russell as the third best player of all time. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so who do we have next? Let's well, see. I'll say speaking of overrated, I've got a uh, Will Chamberlain. I have him at third. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like I don't know. The hundred point game is skeptical. I don't know. Yeah. There, if you've well, seen it, that there's... A lot of people say it's, it's more not even to real. Do, well, it's real, but the the shots taken back then were insane. They yeah. took so many shots a game. They fed him a lot that game, but the pace was entirely different. They were taking a ton of shots. Yeah. And we're kind of getting to that point again right now in the NBA where more shots are being taken. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the reasons there was a lot of high-scoring games back then. Yeah. And we're not seeing it as much now. But yeah. But uh, Wilt was a four-time MVP, which is um, third highest on this list for sure. He won a finals MVP in his two championships, um, 13-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA, and he was a two-time defensive first-team guy. Yeah. 
He just couldn't get make it far in the playoffs because he put up numbers in the regular season and teams figured out how to stop him. <laughs> but yeah, I have I have Will fifth on my list. I have Shaq. We both have Shaq. Uh, no, I have Shaq third. Yeah. Um. So ooh, Shaq was dominant. Look at the stats for Shaq. I'll say four championships, um, mm-hmm. three finals MVP, one regular season MVP, 14-time All-NBA, 15-time All-Star, and three-time mm-hmm. All-Defensive First Team. Yeah. I think you could definitely say he's the most dominant player of all time. Yeah, if he um, was on the fun ranking, if we were doing it now, he'd be on my all-time fun ranking. So oh, yeah. He's one of the most, if you look at beast. if you look at the total package of a person in general, or you look at an NBA player, he's up there. Uh-huh. The After NBA on TNT, he has his doctorate's degree, his doctorate's skill, and he'll... <laughs> Um, Smartest guy yeah. on earth. I mean, he's just a very accomplished person in general. <laughs> that LSU um, education. Yeah, if you're ranking most accomplished NBA players ever, he'd be up there top three to five. Yeah. Uh, How many of these championships are... Was it two Kobe championships? Three. Three one, Kobe. Three, one one Dwayne Wade. Yeah, he, he, he struggled in that. Dwayne carried him big time mm-hmm. in 2006. Um, Which is no kind of figured out. He was definitely at the end of his prime there. He yeah. wasn't in his prime. He was just outside of it at that point. The Kobe um, ones I can't really discredit too much because Shaq and Kobe they were the duo. Yeah, they were. It good. wasn't really. It wasn't just Kobe. It was a good team. It was really good. Yeah. So uh, you have Shaq at fourth. I have him at third. Correct. Um, and let's see. You have David Robinson. You want to talk to them about David Robinson? Yeah, I will. Um, I think he was a, probably the best defender out of these guys. Eh, yeah, he's up there. All these guys. guys. All these guys are. Yeah, uh, David Robinson was a defensive player of the year. He won two championships with the Spurs. He was a regular season MVP once, 10-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA, and an eight-time, eight-time defensive first team, which uh, I think was by far more than uh, most of these other guys. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Dave, uh, him, I think he played in a lot of – well, I guess that's kind of Tim Duncan. Him and Tim Duncan, really interchangeable guys. Not interchangeable, but they played well together in their yeah, own right. Did. Uh, kind of had a twin towers there in San Antonio for a while. Uh, David Robinson, he's he's got the like quadruple doubles record, right, or something. He he had one, I think. He yeah. had one, yeah, yeah, with blocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I put David Robinson up there just because of his defensive dominance, and I put him in there instead of Hakeem. It was it was tough keeping Hakeem out. That's, it was Hakeem. That's crazy. Very if, underrated player. Yeah. If anything, yeah. I just take Wilt out entirely. Do it. I have Wilt as fifth, Hakeem at fourth. Um, two championships, two finals MVPs. Um, people try to discredit his, his uh, championships because of um, Jordan leaving, which I still think he had a good shot at winning. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to win year after year after year, so I think that retirement, I, I think Jordan might have lost the next year anyway because yeah. that team was really on the come up with him and Drexler and the guys they had on that team. But, yeah, so two finals MVPs, one regular season. 12-time All-Star, 8-time All-NBA, 9-time um, All-Defense. Um, Hakeem the Dream. Um, seeing the reincarnation of him right now kind of with uh, um, Embiid. Okay. Yeah. But I'm a big I'm a big Olajuwon fan. I think he's a top 10 to 12 player ever, all time. Um, but yeah, Hakeem the Dream, great player. Um, Moses Malone, honorable mention in there on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the centers. Hardly know him. Centers, yeah. I guess now that we've done all every single position, which I don't know if you can remember, what position was kind of the hardest to really rank? Point guards. There's been so many point great guards. point guards. I think shooting guard wasn't that bad. Small four. I think I think point guard was probably the hardest. Mm-hmm. There were so I, many guys that Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. There was a lot of guys that was really hard to leave them off. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say uh, I was gonna say centers and point guards for yeah. sure. 
Those are, those are the, probably the two deepest positions yeah. we've ever had. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's crazy how point guards are kind of on the come up now, and centers are, they yeah. were uh, almost, they're, on, they're not on their way out at all. They're coming back. They are. They're and coming it's back, gonna, yeah. It's, it's cool because it's going to be a different kind of center. Yeah. You're not going to have your, sh- your Shaq uh, dominant guys yeah. who don't step outside the paint. It's going to be guys who are have good footwork. Not saying Shaq had bad footwork, but they're going to be quick. They're going to be nimble. They're going to be jumping over candlesticks. Isn't it crazy that Embiid's doing both? He can dominate yeah. inside. I mean, mm-hmm. not because of the degree of Shaq, but he can dominate inside, yeah. and then he can step out, hit mid-range. He's shooting like 37% from three that's, this year. Embiid's been, that's a good been really good. That's been really good. But, yeah, that concludes the segment. Concludes, yeah, concludes the, the, the episode. Shorter. Under 50 minutes today. I so. liked it. Tell your friends about us, real. Tell your parents, tell your kids, um, tell your significant others. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talked about significant others a lot on this podcast yeah, today. Third wheeling, yeah. Third wheeling, uh, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we should start saying that now. Just be what? like, I'm, I'm, I'm Tobias Harris in and out. Tobias Harris, yeah. <laughs> uh, my new player comp. Deion Waiters. <laughs> Played pickup basketball. Is definitely Deion Waiters. Got hot a few times. Yeah. And I'd miss a bunch of layups. Yeah. But I did blow past Devin. Yeah. Me and Nick finally nice played basketball off the each glass. other. It was yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, try to keep this under 50. Yeah. Um, or we can wait out and get to 69 minutes total. Your choice. Uh, 21 minutes more of basketball talk. I, just talk about just our pickup game from the yeah, other day. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. We'll go ahead and end it now. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, Enjoy we'll your weekend. Week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day you're watching this. Yeah. yeah Enjoy sure. it. Yeah. Peace. Peace.